to the Bedhoffers special episode. My name is Mrs. H. And I'm Secret Stag. I'm not Mr. H. <laughs> You're not Mr. H. Absolutely not. We don't have a Mr. H again. We're sad to be but missing we, Mr. We H. Him Just to confirm, him. he is here. Maybe. In the building. He's here in spirit. I'm going to channel him. I feel like, is it like a... He'd, sli- lo- he'd is love that, wouldn't he? Channel him. Yeah. Is it like a, slith- a sliver thing where there's secret oh. cameras watching us? Because I'm fully on board with that. <laughs> so why are we here and why am I here with Secret Stag? Well... Um, for us here mm. in the present, in the present, um, you have just sat here with the wonderful Secret Vixen and recorded. I have something with her. I've done like for, a mad expose. Well, for about the one, hot wifing with Secret Vixen. Uh, for the listeners, it's been a two weeks or so, and they listen to Secret Vixen talk to you about whatever. Mm, you don't even know. I'm no, not going to tell you. <laughs> and dear listeners, for the last hour or so, Mrs. Yeah. H has been giving me just threatening looks. And I've, I've just literally been throwing curveballs away. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, even pokeballs. I'm, I'm interested to hear what we're talking about. Let's I know go. You are. And you, the, the beauty is you won't even know what Secret Vixen said about you until you've heard this one too. Why are you giving me this? You're, I want to go to You're you terrifying because me. Because I'm lubing you up ready to get all the info out so of you. So we're not going in raw then. There is some oh, sort of you've lubrication. Got drink. You've got some lube. You're good. Let's go then. Good Let's go. do this. You're good so. to go. Right, we're here. We're here today with Secret Stag. And so if viewers or listeners haven't already heard the episode with Secret Vixen, I suggest you tune in first because this will tell you all the questions I ask Secret Vixen. And now I'm going to ask Secret Stag some very similar questions, but not necessarily the same I ones. see. So you're getting things from my point of view this time. Yeah. I see. I'm okay. just playing the long game. Are you? <laughs> this is like a well... Well domination is I my plan. I don't want to say this is a out of the uh, out of character for you, Mrs. H, to have a plan. <laughs> what are you saying? To have a plan. Yeah, maybe. I, you, I like the you psychological had a plan. games. Let's go for it. So what's the first thing you'd like to ask me, Mrs. Oh, okay. H? I have a bunch of questions for you. I haven't even written these down. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go out. Do it. Out there. So just to give you a little bit of context, Mr. Stagg. Okay. I did ask um, Vixen to give me a little bit of brief context around what your setup is. And she gave us a wonderful explanation about what hot wifing is, what the Stagg and Vixen scenario is. So we don't need to really go into that anymore. Okay, right so we know what that is. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some context. Okay. Now, I had a chat with Vixen about why you do this mm-hmm. and kind of what your what her angle is and what your angle is. What I'd like to know from you. Right. Okay. Is why you do this. That's a lovely thing. idea. Why do we do this? If you could see the look that Mrs. H has given me here. <laughs> so Indish. not to retread old no, ground. No. Um Vixen and I Vixen and I have been doing this for five mm-hmm. five years now, mm-hmm. six years. And it was always a way for us to explore another part of sexuality that 
gave us experiences that we couldn't achieve together, but also gave us experiences that brought us closer together. Now, that may seem strange to people when you talk about non-monogamy, particularly a more one-sided view of non-monogamy, where one person is more active than the other and how that can bring you together. Mm -hmm. But for us, that really was the case. I mean, our um, dynamic of Vixen and Stag is very much a case that my wife plays, mm-hmm. and I fully encourage her to do yeah. that. Oh, you do? I do. <laughs> this is not a trick. I fully encourage her to do that. She calls me her hot wife, PA. <laughs> so on things like um, Bab Swingers, Swing Hub, and even Twitter, where we've met some Twitter, wonderful yeah. people, it's always that case that I enjoy seeking those men out that I feel will give her fantastic experiences, sexual experiences. That's sort of where I'm at. So much of my um, pleasure in my sexuality is focused on what she is experiencing. Mm. I don't quite know how that happened or when that happened, but I know if you'll read on our blog, you'll see that for 10 years before we had that conversation, so we're talking way back into the early noughties, it was something that I thought about and something that I talked to her about. Sorry, something that I hadn't talked to her about. I was inside me all that time. Fortunately, since she is em- has embraced this lifestyle and we've gone on to have these amazing experiences, meet wonderful people. So you've said something to me in the past, which I'm going to quote here because I remember how powerful this quote was when you said it to me. Yes. Um, so you and I have a lot of chats. We do. We do have a lot of chats. Sometimes even about naughty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Vixen was actually really really encouraging of the fact that you have a little bit of a confidant and a, Aww, a wing woman you in me. Oh, my pal, yeah, Mrs. Because H. Before, before we were around, mm. because, you know, we, we've not always been in your life. Yeah, I'm very glad we fair. are now, but we haven't been in your life, obviously, but the, the beginning of your journey. Yes. And she did say that she's really, really pleased that now you have someone that you can bounce off sometimes and talk to. I when she goes on her little solo date, she said it's not always easy to immediately message you or keep mm. you updated as, as often as you would probably like. Yes. So she said it's actually quite nice now that you have someone else that you can sometimes just message and talk to her about how you're feeling. I absolutely agree. I think all people involved in... It's a very solo pursuit from absolutely. your perspective because you're the one left at home. It is a one-player game. Once, yeah. I mean, for us, and I should say this, not all stag vixen or cuckold couples play this way, but for us, we very early got into this um, play dynamic where secret vixen will play completely mm-hmm. solo. That's partially due to childcare, to yeah. be completely honest. Um, but also... I do enjoy the idea of her going out alone and not everyone enjoys that. Some hot wife and stag couples, some cuckold couples, they always have to be together as a rule. And for me, I love being there. I love experiencing that. But I have learned or I have taken pleasure from those times when I'm not there. But that was always a one player game, as I said. And we were always at that time where I would be alone and I would try to fill my time with a bath or or drink or being on my own. Mm. I've met some wonderful people along the road. I've got a wonderful friend who I chat to here and there, and I've got some a lovely group of gentlemen mm. who I'm part of a, a group with, other um, cuck and cuck adjacent people who I chat to. Of course, I've got the wonderful Mrs. H, and we <laughs> chat lots when Secret Vixen is out doing her thing. Yeah. So one of the things that you said to me way back at the beginning of this, mm. when, when we first started chatting about what you do, you said to me, Mrs. H, 
Secret Vixen is my fantasy brought to life. Oh, I did you say did that. You did say that. You did say, and I, I remember you saying this at the time and being really cognizant that that was a really powerful statement you made. Mm. And it, it led me to want to ask you today, so, you know, what is your fantasy? Oh, well, that's very powerful. Mm. So a lot of people, when they fantasise about things, they fantasise about impossible right. things. Because it's... Because no, that's hurt, right? And that's, it just stays in your yeah, imagination. That's the nature of fantasy. And you can isn't make it? it as ridiculous, as far fetched. I mean, I haven't got illegal as you illegal. wanted. Well, I'm not talking about your fantasies, Mrs. H, wow. you big freak. <laughs> but the the notion of a fantasy is that it exists in a realm yeah. outside of reality. Mm-hmm. So to have had fantasies when um in my formative sort of yeah. lack of a better word, dad cuckolding um years, I'd be watching pornography and I'd be masturbating cycle of masturbation upon generating these fantasies and through my wonderful relationship with my wife where we have met great people and we've experienced wonderful things i am very fortunate and i always thank my lucky stars for that i've seen actual fantasies with Mm. my wife happen yeah and there are not i would probably assume there aren't many people who can say that right and i feel very 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 fortunate for that Going forward, though, the, the thing with that is that once you experience one of those fantasy, mm. fantasies happen, it's the sort of where's next? What, yeah, what, what you next? Yeah, you set yourself a precedent. Well, yeah. And, you know, we, we, you and I, exist in a world where we've had wonderful experiences. And the listeners out there you know, who want to make these things, fan, uh, want to make their fantasies reality, you do sort of get into a... Um, how can you push it further? How, yeah, precisely. What next? what next? Because when you're lucky enough to have been with wonderful people, wonderful places but what comes next <laughs> for me i think i would like to see with more than one man i right. think that was something that i think she mm. would enjoy i really feel like i think that's something she would enjoy um is it something she would enjoy or you would enjoy i would enjoy that for sure so is this driven by what you think she would like or what Ooh, you would that's like difficult. to see secret vixen is is notoriously difficult to sort of um draw out her fantasies she's always said she i don't know i managed it <laughs> oh, did you? By this point, I would have listened, so no, I'll have known you, little goader. <laughs> I don't know. For, for all the listeners out there who, there it is a balance between balancing mm-hmm. what you want out of a sexual encounter, what your partner wants. Yeah. And you do have to be cognizant of, of that relationship. And it takes time. It takes honesty. I think my wife and I have had that honest chats with each other of what we both want. And although sometimes she finds it hard to say what she wants, I think I've got a handle on where she's going and what she would like and previous experiences that I think she's in. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm not talking like 15 guys, Mrs. H. I'm not talking oh, like... Really? Yeah, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm talking two guys, that's, three guys. That's, that's a threesome. That's not... That's three not, guys. That's not gangbang. Four guys. Right, keep going. Five guys? <laughs> Five guys has always been the joke with Sigurvix and that would be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but Secret Vixen would like the five guys to be people she knows and people yes, she's had experience yes, with. Absolutely. So that's something I'm aware of as well. But I think seeing her, the centre of attention, that's yeah. so powerful for me. Seeing her really be part of that um, self-love for her, embracing mm. that self-want, and that lust for her, for what she desires, is very powerful for me. And although I my, my fantasy is based on that as well, Something I want. I don't know what came first, the desire to see her that way or feeling that her desire was heading that way. I don't know. So interesting. So at the point of recording this, you haven't heard my conversation with Vixen. I have not. 
So do I need a little <laughs> recap? Mm, well, what I will say is I asked, I asked Vixen, if I was talking to your husband now, what do you think he would say his biggest fantasy was for you? Oh, Lord. If I have to say what I think it was. <laughs> she would probably have said it was with multiple men. She, yeah, yeah, she absolutely Definitely. did say that. She said, is this going to be some scoring system where it's like Mr. and Mrs.? Did she refer <laughs> to the type of gentleman? She, did she talk about them? The, 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 she said you, you'd, need to, she, you'd need to know them. Yeah, she would need to yeah. know them. Yes. And also I think they would have to be sort of experienced in the lifestyle of dealing with wives and perhaps be of, for me, I like men who are with her to be physically we talked about powerful. This. Yes, so, I oh, thought she would. So hold your horses there because you're jumping the gun and I'm going oh, to pick this whole thing. This is what my wife says as well. She says I haven't yeah, moved too fast do. as well. You are literally <laughs> galloping right ahead there. So you cool your jets out a second. Let's get back <laughs> Sorry, to this gangbang. Right. <laughs> Stop the nonsense. Let's get back to the gangbang. I know gang your mind works. Let's get back to the gangbang. Focus on that. All right. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Not around my eyes. Look into my eyes. Okay. Go on. I'm ready. Gang bang. Right. We talked about this and she did agree that mm. actually your biggest driver in all this is you seeing her lose herself in Absolutely. Like, desire. Okay. Like giving into lust or whatever. I agree. And you've said the same to me on multiple occasions. I've sat and observed with you. We've mm. sat and like sat back and watched Vixen yeah. with... My, my own husband. And she enjoys your own people. husband. She does enjoy and your husband. This is true. little dialogues between us about what's happening. And we I have. like to feed those little fantasies in your head when that's happening. And you have said to me in the past, what gets you every time is watching her give in to letting lust overtake her. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I agree. And she said the same, but, but she knows that what drives you. Mm. And actually, it seems like you're both pretty much on the same page with that. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. That's good news because, yeah. So since you've gone like stampeding into the sex well, you know. part of things, we're going to talk about the sex. Rushing into things. Go ahead. We're going to talk ahead. about the sex. All right. So I did, I did talk to Vixen a lot about the sex. Really? Yeah, I really did. She talked about she the really sex. Did. She really <gasps> did. Absolutely, she did. Oh, the listeners don't realise it. Secret Vixen, for somebody who writes about <laughs> sex and takes sexy pictures. She's very, very shy. She about... does not talk about the sex. I know. I know. But it turns out. She can. She likes the sex a little bit. She do, turns out she does like the sex. There you go. <laughs> but I think, again, you've got to understand that I um, live with my wife now very happily 20 years and having seen her develop this side of herself where she's free yeah. to experience, to, sorry, to um, express these wants and desires is so wonderful, so liberating for her. And being part of this lifestyle, it's opened the door, that side of her. I love it. Well, I'm very interested to hear, <laughs> Mrs. H, what she said. Well, I'm not going to tell you because oh, you, you can listen beast. yourself. But I'm going to ask you some questions Ugh. as well about the sex. Obviously. All right. So. Did she say I have a small willy? <laughs> we did talk about penises. She's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Oh, you're a good friend. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. She did. Oh, God. <laughs> Go ahead. So, the sex. I wanted to know from her perspective, what... What was different between the sex between you and her in mm. obviously you know, a marriage? Yep, of course. Partnership. And what, what differed with the sex that she has with her bulls? Ooh, that's oh, I know. interesting. I know. And this has changed over time. Yes. So initially it was just newness. It was the difference right. was there was a difference. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. totally. The difference different was person. that it was a different mm -hmm. person and we met wonderful people in those first few years. You know, if they're listening, hi. 
for those gentlemen out there, you are amazing. And they provided my wife with wonderful new experiences. She went to their homes, had sleepovers with sleepovers, sleepovers with them. And if there are any listeners to the blog, she had wonderful experiences at offices and all these wonderful and crazy things. Well, as time goes on, though, we look for more than just the difference being a different person. Mm-hmm. And uh, to look inwardly, I know my physical limitations as a lover. I think it's sometimes important to look inwardly, not to criticise yourself for no reason, but to accept mm-hmm. that, you know, there are some footballers, to use an analogy, some footballers who are Sunday League and there are some footballers who are <laughs> League Two and there are some footballers who are Premier League. And for my wife, what I desire is for her to have those incredible experiences with men who I look at and think, oh my gosh, there's no way I could replicate this kind of experience for her. I couldn't, not because I don't want her to have this experience, but because this is beyond it just being with someone new. But I find this so fascinating, this altruism, this this kind of, I want my wife to have everything Really? Possible, but I, I love it. And I know I'm cognizant that I cannot give her some of this. Ah, and I find that really interesting. Do you mean you can't give her some of this because Mrs. H, I'm going to be you. honest with you, <laughs> you can give her some of this. <laughs> so I find it really interesting that by your own admission, you can't give her some of these things because Agreed. you're just not physically the same as some of the no. individuals she plays with. Okay. So rather than you kind of retreating into a jealousy, envy mm. kind of scenario, it actually drives you further and, and pushes you to want her to experience oh, the things that my God, you're not going to do. So much so. I mean, I'm trying to think how much I can get away with telling you here about what's happened mm. to her in in her in her encounters with her lovers. She's been with people who have given her orgasms over again and done positions with her and been with her for hours and hours and And that doesn't make uh, you envious no, or jealous? Not well there is a jealousy aspect. I think people mm. who are in sort of a stag or a sort of a cuckold or cuck adjacent, cuck adjacent sort of frame of mind will say that jealousy element is always part of it because you're jealous you can't provide that. That doesn't stop me from wanting her to experience that. And I just, I just adore it. I love knowing that she's mm. had these experiences. Like she had a, I'm going to get in trouble now, Mrs. Yeah. H. She had an experience recently with a, with a man where she squirted for the first. Time. She told me about this. No, she didn't. She did. Oh my god, she's, she's the worst. Did she actually say that? Mm-hmm. Talked about it. Did she? Mm-hmm. But it happened. And again, it was one of these things that in our sexual encounters of eighteen years or whatever, it's never happened, and it's never something that we we sought to happen. One night with this person, and it's happened. Right. And you so think, does that not make like, oh my you? Gosh. Does that not make you guarded or, no, or worried? Makes or? me want more, Mrs. H. <laughs> so it doesn't make you think, <laughs> my God, this woman might actually see that I'm inadequate and run off with someone. Okay, so this actually is an important fact. It is, um, and the idea of inadequacy, you have to got, you have to ma- um, manage it well. Mm. Because there is a difference between recognising sort of sexual levels and mm-hmm. sort of abilities and emotional connections. And my wife and I have an emotional connection. We're in love and we love each other dearly and we, yeah. we want to experience this together. I always used to say, you know, you and I against the world, we're a team. Mm-hmm. But there can be a team where one person is doing one, one side of things, one person is doing another side of things. And because she is experiencing certain things with other men, it doesn't mean well for us that that compromises the emotional side 
for a lot of people, this is really difficult to separate mm-hmm. massively. And for me, those people that have read our blog or maybe listened to us in earlier podcasts, I used to say that, oh gosh, I would hate it if I did something with someone else that she hadn't done with me. And as we go on, I, I feel less worried about that because the pleasure I take from her experiencing things with other men that perhaps we haven't done before is really powerful. If I may, there was an experience that you and I shared in uh, Amsterdam mm. where Mr. H and Sigrid Vixen experienced a first together where we yes. got, yes, you know the one I'm talking about. The, and that was, I want to call it the hanger games, the hanger yeah. games, you know, the one I'm talking about. And that the was a new games. things. And seeing, hanger games is not new to me. <laughs> <laughs> seeing her embrace that at that moment right. was really powerful. Cause again, it's something we've never done. I love it. I love seeing her grasp those moments mm-hmm. and and show that side of herself. I, I f- I'm probably not expressing this are, eloquently enough. Yeah, it's it's an odd, it's a complex. I think you might way be to think possibly in a minority of individuals. I'm probably that, yeah. that can allow these thoughts to kind of run run sort of concurrent through your mind, mm. parallel to your existing very intimate relationship yeah. and not allow them to derail you, perhaps. That's because fair. Because you could let them. Oh, be, so easily. They could easily. be very intrusive and it could be very unsettling, I think, and have the capacity to derail you and make you feel inadequate in your own relationship, I think, if you, if you weren't very secure mm. in your relationship with, with Vixen. I think that's a good place to, to say that there are worries, even now, yeah. even with our level of experience, there are still those moments and not even when she's off with super experienced men or things like that. When we're together and alone and we have a moment together and perhaps she does not refuses to do something, but chooses to mm-hmm. not do something together. And in your mind, you think, oh God, I've seen her do this before with other men. Yeah. And you could let that eat you away. But it is that understanding that that's part of our power dynamic. And she does those things because our power dynamic is changing and she knows I enjoy certain elements of holding this power over me. And yeah, I think we're entering a different part of the conversation now. We are. And the power play is definitely someone I want to explore. Ah, did you plan this as well? You (laughs) evil genius. Okay, go on. One million (laughs) dollars. So before we move on to the the power play dynamic, I think I want to, I just want to touch on the sex slightly once again. I have heard of sex. Go on. (laughs) And we, we talked a little bit about um, how you, we, we talked about the rituals that sit behind kind of the, the hot wife dates that you yes, she has. Yes, they are rituals involved. And then I asked her, is, is there, are there things that she's done sexually that have surprised her? I would imagine yes. Yes. And, yes. and we did talk about that. And then, and then we talked a little bit about how she's deemed as a size queen. <laughs> <laughs> because... I'm Primarily sh- because you have put I'll, her on that I was pedestal. about to say, I bet she blamed me fully for this. <laughs> 100%. 100%, of course she did. So my, my question to you then, Stag, is do you, do you pick types? Do you have, do you pick body, physique, what, whatever it is that you, you know you want to see your wife with? Um, there must be something that kind of drives that. And is it because it's something that you will never be or is it because it's what mm. you want to see or is it because you think that's what she would like? This is a tip. This is a quite multifaceted, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. So let's talk about the size thing, if I may, first. Yes, yes. So 
Despite what you may believe from <laughs> Secret Vixen's blogs or things, I don't think I'm that small down there. I'm certainly not large down there. Now, did I say that she said you were small? You're a good friend. <laughs> but part of this dynamic is understanding that there are some people out there who yeah. are well endowed down there and are also able to use what they have in to great effect. And we were very fortunate that the first person Vixen was ever with was large. Yeah. was large, uh, sort of nine and a half inches, very Good large. Lord. Yeah. And she, to be completely frank, really enjoyed that experience. <laughs> so we've been with multiple men since then, and they've all been wonderful human beings. Um, some have been larger. Mm-hmm. Some have been smaller. Right. Now, from my point of view, I get more of a sexual gratification when I see Vixen with someone who surpasses what I can provide her with. Interesting. Yeah, I that that drives me really because I, I why, find that interesting. But I, so when it's a okay, I've been very fortunate to be in a swinging yeah, relationship yeah. with my wife before, and oh. that's wonderful because you experience lots of the mutual camaraderie yeah. and enjoyment of swinging together. Mm-hmm. When you're in a hot wife scenario and you are the husband, the stag, the cuckold, and you sit on the outside as a pure observer, why would I want then if I'm enjoying that mm-hmm. situation where my enjoyment comes from observing? Yeah, yeah. Why would I want her be with someone I deem less than me? Because it's less no than threat. what I can provide. Because it's no threat. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps. Mm. But then I want her to have exceptional experiences with mm. men who are well endowed. I'm going to be completely frank about <laughs> it and muscular and tall. Things that I am not. That I am not. And I enjoy seeing her in those positions. That sounds rude. <laughs> I enjoy seeing her in those encounters. I love. Just love watching her embrace these men who perhaps as a hot wife, as a wife in her late thirties, perhaps she felt she could never be with men ah, like this, you know? Okay. And here he is, I found one for you. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of situation. And I love facilitating that, say, meeting people online and chatting to them and getting to know them, checking that they are the type of person we're looking for. And seeing her realise that, for lack of a better way of putting it, she's worthy. She's worthy of these men. These men aren't the kind of Hollywood movie stars or porn stars that you see with super glamorous women who are there. You know, she's worthy of that experience. She's my absolute goddess. You know, she's my queen. And I want to see her with men who I feel are worthy of experiencing being with her. Because I think she's fantastic, wonderful. and I want her to have that Coming to the size queen thing, I'm probably quite bad. I do, but she's just as bad, Mrs. H, because now, really? yes, she is, because I've shown her people recently and she's like seen pictures of them and said, oh, you know, they're pretty average. Like, they are not average. <laughs> <laughs> they are not average, Secret Vixen. Your brain is now broken. You have done that. Maybe. <laughs> I've waffled on. I hope that answered your question. It I did. I think it yeah, did. It did. In my head, I've got this vision of like a cat coming up to its owner and it's like dropping a squirrel on its chest and going, meow, meow, I've brought you a, Look what I found. Look, I've brought you're you. You're worthy. I've brought you a dead rat. <laughs> Have it. They're bringing dead antelope. Have it. No, absolutely not. It's that possibly wasn't as eloquent as I could put no, it, it but it's the idea it that. Sense. You know what I mean. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to put myself in that position because. This is so far away from where we are, mm. like myself and Mr. H. Now, well, I get that we do something very, very different to you. Mm. We do not play in this way. Mm. And that's fine. You know, we, we operate on a, a purely 
um, kind of play dynamic where we are both equally involved and it's like a very much a you know a non-monogamous sort of adventure where there's not one of us is favoured in any in any way so it's very very different and arguably you probably can't really compare the two but they sit in the same world yeah of course they know, do unorthodox relationships we are very you're particularly unorthodox <laughs> what are you trying to say I'm very unorthodox <laughs> we all exist in this world where where we have opened our relationship of course up. yeah but you actually said something there, if I may jump on, mm. and you said that you have a very equal relationship. And the idea that if this is happening to you, then this has to happen to me. We, we, and we, we want to it to sure be no equal. One's left out. Yes. But where I approach things on is, is not finding equality, finding equity. So, Oh, gosh, how psychological. Yeah, so I don't need to have what she has mm-hmm. to be completely fulfilled. I still need to be fulfilled. So we need to find a situation where... It's equitable. She is getting what she mm-hmm. wants. And through that, I'm getting what I want. And hopefully through that, she is seeing what I am getting. and She is happy. I am seeing what she is getting and I am happy. So it works for you. I get that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think people who are in that hot wife, space, they see that I, I, I've met wonderful people in my life, but I don't think I'd be happy going out and <laughs> having sex with six women or something in one time. <laughs> Not only because I don't think I'd be able to cope, I'd probably just die. Like, oh my God. But because it wouldn't, it wouldn't provide me with the same experience. And it wouldn't provide my wife with the same experience. I can guarantee you it provide your wife with the same experience. It definitely would not. I don't think she'd like to see you have she sex wouldn't. with six women. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Even but if she was having sex with six men. No. I actually don't think she'd want to see that. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. Uh, she's a good person. She is that idea. You know, I... We part of the acceptance, and it has been an acceptance because it goes against so much of what you you base a relationship on. Right? Yeah. And right. You're fed these yeah. orthodox norms that you're yeah. supposed to do things this way, and you're supposed to have a relationship of a certain way. Of course, it's equal because we should share things, and so much of our life is respect is mm. equal, and love is equal, and for you know, lack of anything, financial things are equal, and decision making is equal, but things. If you're so inclined and be enjoyable and can be most astronomical in, in their levels of wildness, mm. if you have this idea of equity instead of equality, you know, I want what I want, that's going to give you what you want. And that could be secret vixen talk, me talking, that could be her saying, I want to fuck four or five men and you're going to watch and I'm going to love it and you're going <laughs> to love it. And it could be me saying, I'm going to like find five guys for you to fuck and I'm going to love it and you're going to love it. <laughs> It's that idea, yeah. you know, it's not, yeah. I get that, yeah. We're not bad people, I promise. So I think this moves nicely into the power play. Go on. So you and I have talked about power play in the past. We have. We have. And actually we talked about it in a couple of different ways. We talked about it before I had had the opportunity to experience a, um, a kind of glimpse into your you, world of my yes, own. Yes, this was very exciting for me. Which was Mrs. very H. exciting for you. But before that happened, I only had your version of reality as to mm. how this plays out. And, you know, as I said to Vixen earlier, we have been fortunate enough to have you in our lives now for a number of years. And when we first met you... You hated you... us. <laughs> no. <laughs> I never hate you. I keep trying. No, I know, no, it's, it's no, difficult. Just too we just nice. keep, keep too coming nice. back. Like um, a bad smell. 
<laughs> so we're fortunate enough to have met you a number of years ago now. And when we met you, we were kind of on the fringes of the pandemic. And mm. so things were very different. And then as we came out of the pandemic and we're still fortunate enough to be friends with you, <laughs> we have then now seen your entire hot wifing, and I'm going to call it a cycle. Yeah, of course. Phrase from beginning to end, mm. because we, we saw you develop an, an experience with one of Vixen's bulls. Mm. We saw it from its inception all the way through to the meeting part, which we partly facilitated. Yeah, we talk about uh, we the are wonderful Ashley Del Toro here. Ashley Del Toro. He's a good person. <laughs> You're listening, Ashley. And You're a good all man. all the way through to the, the kind of night of slash day after mm. it all happened and then and then the aftermath of that and the aftercare that was involved in all of that so I kind of saw the whole loop and mm. you know I think we may have podcast at a time about our our view of that and how Do you think we're dirty uh, dirty dirty no, hot wifers no I really don't but I think <laughs> I think what struck me at the time and I'll say it again is that your relationship was even then it's it was palpable how committed you both were to each other. And it was really sometimes quite hard to see how how intimate and how close the connection was that Vixen had with mm. um, her bull. And at the same time... How I was pushed to the side. How, how it seemingly, to a <laughs> casual observer, it would seem that you were kind of... Yeah, you were... Well, the red flags going of off. Of like, this is a red flag. It felt like a red flag because I kept thinking huh, they're walking around holding hands and they're the ones coupled up on a sofa together and how does he feel? And I couldn't help but want to reach out and make sure you're okay. But at the same time, it was very, very apparent to me that this is what you wanted. And you were the one with the power, which is where I'm moving to with the power play, because you were the one kind of calling the shots and the power sits, sits very firmly Mm. with you because if you didn't want it to happen it wouldn't happen yeah. and you were asking for this to happen and I you wanted, wanted this to, to see happen, yeah. a specific scenario that you then curated with Vixen mm. and the bull to some extent mm. and you kind of played this out yeah. safely yeah. in within the confines of your relationship so moving to this power question and I asked Vixen how she actually explained very eloquently, that the power does indeed sit quite firmly with you. Not that Aww. she is kind of told what to do or doing something that she doesn't want to do, but it's very, it's oddly people think that all the power sits with the woman yeah. because she's the one going out, like fucking around and mm. having all the fun. And you're the one at home going, oh, I'm here with my sad drink, having my bath. But actually, no, you're the one sitting there going, I have orchestrated this because this is because this I want this. Agreed. Now I'm experiencing what I wanted to yeah. happen. So this umbrella of hot wifing mm -hmm. and cuckolding, we have to be loose about yeah. where things are. It, it is a funny power dynamic. Yeah. It ranges from the the man who would have sex with other women all the time and enjoy seeing his wife having sex, calling himself a snag, to right down to this sort of um, sissified cuck or always in chastity, mm. fully servient in a sub-relationship with their wife. And it's an umbrella of power. And for us, where we are right now, we share decision-making in terms of people and places and times and dates. 
So we wouldn't probably class ourselves as a cuckold dynamic, but there are times when we're with men where the power dynamic in that moment is really imbalanced mm-hmm. and encouraged by me and by so times where she would be with men and she would fully ignore me or tease me or be in a situation where she is reveling in the fact that I am unable to provide what she's receiving at that very moment. I'm there mm-hmm. or if she's sending a video or something, but I want that. I enjoy that and I encourage it. And it is absolutely not for everyone. It's absolutely not for everyone. <laughs> But it is for us. And there's a lot of people out there who, I think I've said this before on the show, this was a real damaging thing for me. Years and years of trying to work this out. And fortunately, we we found people like ourselves and the community on X slash Twitter. And we found people who read the good word of this idea, you know, hot wifing is love, cuckolding is love. And this idea that you're providing your partner with what they need to experience sexual fulfillment and you are experiencing sexual fulfillment that is good that is good and that is beneficial for you i've watched my wife and obviously we came back that night where she was mm. with Ashley del toro she spent the night with him came back here to casa hopper mm. and correct me if i'm wrong i was so excited for her i was so yeah, excited yeah you were but you were i was so worried she was there she was there with him she was sleeping overnight with, with another man yeah and i'm like i was like are you okay Trust me, she was, want this? she was fully asleep by this time. She was gone. <laughs> but I couldn't wrap my head around this, this notion that actually what probably what you wanted most in the world was to, you know, reconnect mm. with your wife, but yeah. you were allowing her another another step yeah. in this this kind of dynamic where you 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 allowed her to share a bed yeah. with another man and you wouldn't see her until the following day. <laughs> so my overwhelming concern was are you okay? Like, are you? I was okay. Broken? But... No, I'm not broken. I mean, the idea, of, like, allowing her to do it, it's a, a mutual mm. thing that we both wanted. She knew I wanted it. She would have stopped it if I'd wanted it. I would have stopped it if she didn't want it. And it was a beautiful thing. We, I wanted her to have. Also, she couldn't come home anyway. She was too tired. She was busy. <laughs> <laughs> They'd had a lovely night together, and. For them, the ideal end to that night, in my eyes, would be for her to rise and sleep. Right. And in the morning, wake. And they had sex again in the morning. And we met for brunch. Do you remember we went for I breakfast know, the I next remember. morning? And they came in holding hands and all these business. And no. you were, I could see on your face. <laughs> so shocked, shocked and appalled. <laughs> but I was shocked, shocked, not that shocked. No. Because I enjoy that. And again, it's, it, it is that power play at work. And my wife and I will fix and I will probably be honest and say that as our time has gone on, we're enjoying that power play more and more. You know, the idea of her having more and more power and in those moments, having less power is something we enjoy. And it takes a lot to admit that, I think, because, you know, you're talking for the person who my wife won't take telephone calls if I'm there because <laughs> she'll want me to take, I don't want to talk to them, take the call. <laughs> But in those moments, she's so powerful and I love seeing her so powerful. And I love being in a submissive role to her in those times. And as an extension, I love seeing her be submissive to the men she's with because she's not submissive with me. We have a quite an equitable sexual relationship. If we're on a Tuesday night and we're just having our old time <laughs> together, you know, we make love together and it's... You only do on yeah, Tuesdays. Only Tuesdays because it's Wednesday and that's the night we usually make love. No. <laughs> but in those times, I lo- it, it, that change in her and seeing that in her. I hope that answers your question. It did. 
Very, very much so. Maybe. I might just waffled for the last 20 no, minutes. No, not at all. So we don't have a lot of time left. So I'm going to ask you maybe one more question. and then, Please, please. And then if you have any questions for me. Then... I want to ask you some questions, definitely. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. So my last question. Um, what what goes through your head when your wife goes out to meet oh my another God. man? Not the whole night. We haven't got time for that. But generally speaking, it's all about what is she doing? What are they saying? What are they talking about? And usually it's always mundane stuff. She always comes back and say, we talked about his job and his friends and stuff. But in my mind, I think I put it in one of my chapters I wrote once in our podcast that she sent me a picture of her and him having a drink, like just a picture of them posing with their drinks. And that to me at that point was more powerful than the most explicit pornography than you could find because it played into the idea that She's doing this, you're not there. She's grasping this moment for herself and embracing this role as a victim's wife. And it's going to lead somewhere mm. later on when pictures come through and videos come through and doing sexual things. You know, you're really seeing these. Those seeds were already planted before. But in my mind, I'm I'm always imagining she doing. What's he thinking? What are people who are watching them thinking? Mm. That's always quite powerful for yeah. me as well. I quite enjoy people looking at her and thinking that she's out someone else. It's all part of the experience for me. And we know we're not hurting anyone. No. We're very much in love, mm. love our family. We have very good friends, work hard at our jobs. This is a part of ourself that we both enjoy. When she's out, I think of that moment, those that, that, that physical connection between them. And I've been out with her before where we've been together as a three and she's and I've been there. People, it's very clear for people mm-hmm. watching exactly what's happening. And I am at the bottom of that pyramid of three of us. It doesn't hurt me because I know that this is what yeah. Back to that my sexual grace. Yeah. This is not equal, equitable. So do you remember on one of um, Vixen's dates, mm. I think this is, might be going back about, back to the summer. Go on. And you knew you sometimes send me a a message when I she's sometimes out about. do because I, think I need a friend, need a Mrs. Friend, H. Right? Okay, as I said, very, very insular kind of existence, otherwise, isn't it? Absolutely. And as much as you're very good with your own thoughts, and yeah, some people want that, nice, but it's nice to have that. I, mean, I very much appreciate that every time, Mrs. H. Thank you. And um, I remember one one time you you sent me a message which was basically a screenshot of Vixen's live location. Oh, yes. <laughs> That makes me look like a stalker badly. Do you remember? No, no. This is very interesting. And then and I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you for why. <laughs> so it was a screenshot of her live location. And I guess she shares that with you for a number of reasons. Like for safety, granted. Of course. All right. Yep. Absolutely very sensible. But secondly, I think I think you and her both know that this actually adds to your excitement. Yes. Because you sent me this picture and said, This is more exciting than any porn I could see right now because I know she's on the move. Yeah. I know she has left destination A. Going. She is going somewhere. It's not back home. (laughs) She is going to the next destination. And in your mind, you literally amplify this whole, it's happening. This is happening. I know exactly the time you're talking about. I'm now validated in my excitement because I know what I'm hoping is happening is now happening. It's that idea that, because you can guess... And you can talk about, is this what you want? Is this what you want? I think this yeah. is what you want. But when, Until she makes the decision to go and do absolutely. it on her own free will. So when you see mm. her little face yeah. on the map, leave the bar, mm-hmm. 
and is suddenly on the road in a cab and the cab is moving towards the hotel yeah. that he's booked for her. It's the affirmation that yeah. you You wanted. know she's choosing, this is what she wants. And yeah, I, I don't need to go on Pornhub to watch something <laughs> because I know that I'm feeding off the excitement that my wife, uh, vicarious, I'm vicariously feeding off that excitement for her. I know she's excited. I know what's coming. Mm. I know the next step is that they're going to go to a yeah. room. Yeah. And they're going to touch each other and they're going to take each other's clothes off. Send me pictures. It's going to return to me about it and we're going to be together. And it's going to be that the completion of that cycle. Yeah. And it, it is. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want it to sound sort of uh, too over the top, but yeah, it is more powerful than that moment of pornography. Yeah. I had 10 years of watching Hot Wife and Cuckle pornography. I've watched it all. <laughs> And now I'm lucky enough to be able to enjoy those things. And I think if you have honest conversations with your partner and you're looking for the same thing, you can achieve that. Whether it's, I think, cuckolding, swinging, something else, BDSM, other dynamics. If you're honest with each other and you're fortunate enough that your fantasies align, mm. and we're fortunate that our fantasies align, I, I appreciate it. So before we finish, do you have any questions for me? Oh my goodness. Always. 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 (laughs) Now, we've often talked about you having sort of your own situation, your own date. Now, of course, I'm not talking about wife encounter. That's not something I know you would appreciate. But I think, do you understand where Vixen's coming from? Would you appreciate her excitement to a hot wife date to a single guy or a single girl even? That's something that you get. Because I often worry that people don't. Don't get it. Don't get it. Are we crazy? Are we crazy? (laughs) This is H. No, no. And, and Vixen and I did talk a little bit about ah. what, what some of the things, but what were the, the, the surprises that the surprise, great things that she found from. Interesting. And one of the things that she, she talked about was the fact that there was an anticipation and um, a kind of, you know, we talked about the adrenaline rush of meeting and kissing someone new for the first time. Mm, absolutely. Really, quite a powerful emotive driver behind a lot of what we do, and Absolutely. I think I could probably speak for Mr. H with this because we've talked before about how that adrenaline rush kicks in, yeah, and you don't get to have first kisses anymore when you're in a monogamous relationship because you've had your first kiss and yeah. can't have any more. No. <laughs> so lucky us, we get to have them <laughs> sometimes multiple times. I absolutely agree so with this. This is the thing that probably appeals the most. In, in what we do, and certainly even if we were to play in a different sort of space, I think this is probably what would be the main appeal. And um, it would probably be appeal- more appealing than sex itself. I think this brings us right back to the beginning beginning of the episode where you asked me those first initial encounters and the the newness of something. Yeah. And monogamy is so much about grasping that in the unknown. Mm. And we're very fortunate that you, know, you I, Mr. H and Nancy Vixen have formed a wonderful relationship now where maybe we don't have the newness anymore. We're experiencing new adventures together, but we love those idea times when mm. he's experiencing something new and she's going out something new and you're looking for something new. I think if people are listening outside, uh, out, uh, sorry, at home, that newness, the first kiss, the first touch, first date, that's really exciting. I appreciate that you like that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Secret Vixen and Mr. H have gone out on a date. Those cheeky fuckers. I know. We made them do it. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I think you and Secret Vixen is quite like a date I'd quite enjoy. I'd quite like that. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> you yes. You do know we're not just going to have a pillow fight, right? 
Oh, Boo Earns, that's the bit I like the best. <laughs> you are her bisexual gateway drug, so, Mrs. H. Yeah, so you say. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think what else to ask you, Mrs. H. I'm not sure. I mean, you don't have to ask me anything, it's fine. The thing is, but we, we always talk about things and we, you know, I, I love you dearly and we have such a wonderful close relationship. But I think understanding that there is a fundamental difference in our non-monogamy dynamics. Yeah. We, sort of, four of us have entered into sort of a... Was a poly situation where we a little bit, yeah. little bit, little bit maybe, <laughs> where we have a wonderful relationship between us. Uh, there are things that you and and Mr H do which are just wonderful and so crazy and exciting, and I love it. There are things that Superfix and I do that are crazy, and we love too. And I hope that you don't mind yeah, us doing we, those things. We can't necessarily all share the same things at the same time because sometimes those worlds do need to be separate a little bit mm. because we probably just don't have the same vibe. But, I agree. But there's lots of things we do do together. Yeah, absolutely. Should we, so when is this, this is now, this episode, it's going out in Who oh, knows? a few weeks time. Maybe. Maybe. But I just hope everyone out there loving each other and looking after each other, enjoying listening to Bed Hoppers podcast. <laughs> don't forget there's some events coming up, I believe, Mrs. H. Oh my goodness. Depending on when this comes absolutely. out. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, this might come out way after the events. Maybe. Maybe there's another event. There's another event? Maybe. Who the, knows? Exactly. The black and white party's coming up. We're That's going to be March. We're going to be there. I reckon this will be out by March. Maybe. Let's hope so. Secret Vixen's going to be at the black and white party. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're already lining the men up for it, right? Oh, absolutely. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who's out there, just send me a message. We'll sort something out for Mr. Old Secret Vixen. <laughs> so where can people in the world find you, Mr. Stag? Of course, you can find us on X, you know, and Twitter. Uh, uh, at, at Secret underscore Stag and at Secret underscore Vixen 1. And on our podcast, which we are updating regularly this year podcast. thank you podcast I say you podcast at podcast. our blog I do apologise it's because I'm so excited about this podcast <laughs> at our blog secretvixen.blog and I'm currently working on the next chapter now which is actually very similar to what we've been talking about alright then so you do some writing for this blog don't you I too? do do some yeah. writing for the blog at least, at least I'm hoping to right All we right. should say goodbye to listeners we now shall. so Mrs H do you want to do your thing <laughs> well thank you for hopping into our bed. 